The Talking Points podcast is produced in partnership with Fee Michael Gibson and clinicaltrialresults.org. Hi, Mike Gibson, Ola Frobert, coming to you live from ESC 2021, and we're talking about the IMI study, influence of vaccine after MI. Ola, talk to us a little bit about why you did the study. Thank you very much, Dr. Gibson, for having me. Um, the purpose of the study was to determine whether influenza vaccination improves clinical outcomes in patients with recent myocardial infarction or high-risk coronary artery disease. The background for the study was that during influenza epidemics, more people die from cardiovascular causes, and there are numerous observational studies suggesting a protective effect from influenza vaccination on cardiovascular events. There are also three smaller single-center randomized trials in support of these registered findings. Currently, influenza vaccination carries a class one level of evidence B recommendation in both American and European secondary prevention guidelines, but uptake is low and vaccination timing is undecided. Influenza illness may affect coronary blood flow through increased metabolic demand with fever and tachycardia, reduced oxygen saturation, hypertension, and secondary vasoconstriction. Well, this can of course be uh, an issue if you have cardiovascular disease but influenza also increases cytokine production, leading to plaque destabilization and triggering of the coagulation cascade. So we found it reasonable to do this trial. It was uh, an international multicenter, double-blind, randomized placebo-controlled trial, and it was investigated, initiated. We enrolled patients at 30 hospitals across eight countries, in both the northern and the southern hemisphere. Uh, inclusion criteria were brought, so we enrolled patients with STEMI or non-STEMI or high-risk coronary artery disease, and that was patients scheduled for invasive procedure over 75 years of age and at least one additional risk factor. We excluded patients who had already been vaccinated against influenza or if they intended to be vaccinated against influenza. Patients were also excluded if the investigator deemed that there was a particularly strong indication for influenza vaccination. Of course, we also excluded patients allergic to influenza vaccine or the components of this, if they had ongoing infection or if they were immunosuppressed. And uh, participants uh, received the uh, study medication, influenza vaccine or placebo, uh, within 72 hours of uh, an invasive procedure. Or in Bangladesh, where invasive procedure was not an inclusion criteria, it was following hospital admission. The primary outcome was a composite of all-cause death, MI, or stent thrombosis, and we used a hierarchical testing approach with the key secondary endpoints of all-cause death, cardiovascular death, MI, and stent thrombosis. And we were allowed to test for these key secondary endpoints if the primary endpoint was statistically significant. 
All imprints were adjudicated by an independent expert committee uh, who were blinded to the treatment allocation. During the course of the trial, we experienced certain challenges, most of all uh, slow recruitment. And this meant that we had to broaden the study and include centers outside of Scandinavia. Also that we broadened our inclusion criteria and we added this enrichment group of stable coronary artery disease patients with additional risk factors. And then in April last year, the Data Safety and Monitoring Board decided to recommend a holding of the study due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, the DSMB expected that uh, influenza illness in society would go down and that held true, but also that participants in the trial were at risk of encountering COVID-19 and that would make, difficult, or make it difficult to interpret the results. So in total, 2,000, 571 participants were enrolled over four influenza seasons. And uh, we ascertained the primary endpoint in 99%, 99.5% of, of the participants. Uh, the primary endpoint of all cause death, MI and stent thrombosis occurred in 67 participants in the, in the vaccine group and 91 participants in the influenza in the placebo group sorry this uh, translated into a reduction of the primary endpoint of 28 percent with a p-value of 0.04 also two of the key secondary endpoints namely all-cause death and cardiovascular uh, death were reduced and both by 41 percent and even uh, lower p-values around 0.01 for both so in addition to that influenza vaccine also was safe, there was no difference in systemic reactions between uh, patients. We conclude from the trial that uh, the positive findings uh, does that uh, with this evidence and with previous trial evidence and observational trial evidence, that this should be sufficient to establish influenza vaccination as a new standard of care for patients uh, hospitalized with MMI. Were there any subgroups that benefited uh, more than others? I mean, with a positive interaction term or were the results homogenous throughout the entire study? There were no difference uh, across uh, subgroups in, in uh, the response. We could see graphically that there were two influenza seasons where influenza vaccine seemed to work better. And that also, um, was associated with a, a better overall vaccine effectiveness in, in, uh, against influenza in these two seasons. But there was no statistical significant difference. And, and not, or even it was not pre-specified, we also tested her country uh, and uh, nothing there either. Well, well, congratulations to you and everybody on the team. I mean, doing a trial is tough. Doing a trial that big is really tough. Doing an investigator-sponsored trial is even tougher. And doing a trial during COVID, wow, nearly impossible. And finally, with diminishing uh, influenza rates, your target you know, was going down. Uh, just an amazing job. And uh, congratulations to you and your team. Sounds like uh, this may likely change practice. Thanks for sharing with us. 
And thanks to all of you for joining us here live from ESC 2021.